Hello everybody and welcome to Esports Today where I speak to a range of industry professionals about, well, the esports and gaming industry. But before I do jump into this episode, which I'm really excited for you to see, I do want to shout out Ross Video. This is brought to you by Esports Insider and Ross Video. Ross Video are a great company. They have event production, manufacturing equipment. They're amazing. Please do check them out. In this episode in particular though, I'm going to be speaking to Sebastian Carmichael Brown, the co-founder of Hashtag United. We're going to be talking about their recent departure from the EAFC esports scene, given EAFC's new direction for esports. And also we're going to be talking about the importance of content for football clubs. It's a really exciting conversation. Hopefully you enjoy it. So let's get into it. Seb, it's a pleasure to have you here at Esports today, brought to you by Ross Video, the lovely people here. I'll probably plug them at the end as well. And also Esports Insider. I want to talk about EA Sports FC and the esports ecosystem. You've recently announced as Hashtag United that you are exiting the esports ecosystem. I want to talk about what was the discussion process like exiting that? Because it's a, been a big part of the, or the club, right? Massive. I mean, huge. Everything we do has come from gaming and esports. Got Spencer's original channel. Our very first thing as Hashtag United was Spencer FC Game Academy. We found Harry Heskith. Um, to be our first pro player. We, we hosted one of, if not the first, world's ever football team, FIFA, Esports tournaments at London Stadium. It was us as hashtag. It was Man City, West Ham, Schalke, Wolfsburg, Sporting Lisbon. Um, so it's been a massive part of it. So the decision to pull back was not an easy one. It's one we've been discussing and, and analyzing for a very long time. Uh, it just, we had no choice really, I don't think. With the way the changes now are for, I guess, independent organizations, unless you're in the partner leads, really hard to have a really meaningful role in that world. We've always been about content, so we're just simply making that more deliberate pivot with what we do with the Hashtag House, with Shory, with Tom, with Harry, getting them together, making the content, um, celebrating gaming, celebrating all the games, or especially AFC, which those guys are playing. We've got a massive partnership with UFL as well in the gaming sphere. Our guys play all the other games, you know. Ultimately, Hashtag tries to stand for whatever it means to be a modern day football fan. And there's just no negotiation. Gaming is an enormous part of that now, right? So therefore it's gonna be an enormous part of our club. It's what's important to us. It's what's important to the people that support the club. So we're very grateful that we've got some great, you know, guys like, like the boys well, to, um, to continue working with, really. I do want to talk about Hashtag House a little bit later, but yeah. to speak with the uh, EA Sports FC, like. How do you think that's going to affect the, the ecosystem? Because now it's a lot more, um, well, football club focused, right? With uh, E-Premier League, E-La Liga. Is it there are only four qualification spots for the FC Open for their it's World Championship? It's yeah. tough now. I mean, I remember sitting in the boardroom with many of the Premier League teams when we were making Hashtag United Esports, telling them why they should. This is pre-E-Premier League. This is back when it was called FIWC. You know, it's a long time ago. That game academy I mentioned to you, our runner-up was a guy called Kez Brown, who we then gave to Man City to be their first ever esports player. Now look at what they're investing in the space. They're probably the guys leading the line. Certainly when it comes to um, Premier League teams, two hashtag players have won the EPL while representing other Premier League teams. We don't have a seat at that table, right? We're not there. So it's been very interesting how the big elite teams viewed esports, how they now view esports. There's still a huge divergence between their appetite and their level of involvement in the space. But we're a big believer in what can happen in that space still. Um, competitive gaming, competitive football gaming, competitive AFC. The opportunity is still there. It's just right now, the way we're set up and the way that's all set up, 
doesn't quite align at the minute. But yeah, as I say, to have the boys that we have, I mean, they've done their announcement video, they made their first video, got like on a brand new YouTube channel, four of a million views in the first day. We're absolutely delighted and we see great potential in what they do. Yeah, so shifting over to like the, yeah. the more the creator sector within EAFC, like yeah. what was the what was the thoughts of actually, you know, doing something like this? How did the process come in and how did you manage to get, you know, three very notable, obviously former hashtag players, but had three notable names to agree to this essentially? Yeah, I think one of the best things a hashtag is a real family in the atmosphere. Everyone feels part of the club. We work very, very hard to make every part of the club feel as valued as it is. So whether that's the men's team, the women's team, the youth team, we've got a dementia football team, we've got a walking football team, we've got an inclusivity football team. The esports boys will come to the first team games. The first team boys will go to the women's games. The women's guys will come to the first team, the men's first team guys. So everyone feels a big part of it. And when the guys have left the club, there's still a great connection, especially Harry, he's been there from the very, very beginning, right? So in an announcement video, it's like coming home for them. So, you know, the, the, this has been a mutual conversation that's been going on for many, many, well, for a reasonable amount of time now about what could we do. And the ideas kept flowing. And this is where we landed. And we're really excited about what the potential is. And uh, what are some of the, like, the, the things that you're looking to do within the hashtag house? Because, I mean, it's actually a, a traditional esports thing to kind of put gamers in a house and, and film it. Obviously, you've had like the sort of phase and many others, which had the, the gaming houses and the content houses that go with it. Like, is that a similar vibe that you're looking to go with hashtag house? I think so I think that ultimately, competitive or gaming content, whether it's in football or whatever, has evolved so much for these like road to glories, pack openings, then more in towards the competitive scene. Now it's also, you know, the guys who have made their names competitively, the ones who have built their biggest brands are the ones that have been entertaining while they do it. And we think we've got three of the best in the business of that. They're all proven they can play at the highest level in the world. So you can learn from them. You can also be entertained by them. So we think those guys have a great opportunity to continue alongside a hashtag brand to like basically make engaging EAFC content as well as other content that also is showing them and their own journeys as they do look to qualify for the various events where they can. So they're showing people playing the, the best events in the world, having the best teams in the world, building the best squads in the world, but also making really engaging content, fun content, which is what it's all about, right? I'd love to talk to you about, um, I'd love to pick your brain actually about like the football clubs in esports and how they perceive it. Um, you said that you spoke to a lot of like Premier League football clubs in the past, like, where do you think the level is for this interest in esports? Because personally, for me, it feels like it's EA Sports FC, and some will venture out into other titles, but it feels very much that they just want to kind of stick to the, the football scene. Where, where have you seen it from speaking to football? Yeah, I think it's a varied, right? You've seen partnerships between endemic esports organizations and football clubs. I think ultimately, football clubs are looking to expand their global reach. Like I always tell a story of how my brother was approached in an Eastern European country. He was there working with a TV company uh, for an Arsenal game as a West Ham fan. He was approached by a young lad about 15 and his father who were German. So they were from Germany in an Eastern European country watching an English football team. And my brother was like genuinely curious. He was like, well, why, why are you here? He said, oh, well, he's an Arsenal fan. So, oh, right, how did that come about? Hey, were you an Arsenal fan? Do you used to live in England? No, no, no. They're first on FIFA, alphabetically. He'd become a football fan, not just colloquially, to the extent that he'll travel internationally to watch that team play at great personal expense because of the affinity he's built for them through a computer game, right? So that, to me, is a great example of how you can acquire new fan bases through gaming. So that's where I see the opportunity for the teams. 
as well as a fan engagement tool for the team. So really lean into the worlds that ultimately is so important, especially to their younger demographics of a club. There's no way around it now. We said earlier, gaming is a huge part of a football fan's life now, whether you're 12 or probably up to the age of like 35, 40, even older sometimes now. So if a football club is not involved in that part of football, then another one will be. So it's still for me one of the greatest and most effective ways to acquire new audiences. Um, so the ones that get it are benefiting from it massively. The ones that don't run a risk of being left behind or being seen as old out. But look, I also understand the real challenges that they have where some of the hardcore alienated and they don't understand it. They're not gamers. And is a real, I use the bathtub analogy, right? The bathtub is the water is your fan base. You want to fill it up, but you don't want any of it to go. Yeah. So you've got to find ways of turning the tap on without opening the plug. It's a very difficult thing to do. Um, as a final question then, I I'm really interested to see were there any conversations about uh, Hashtag United partnering with Premier League clubs and, and doing that kind of co-ownership e-Premier League? Because there are a few clubs that do that. I want Team Vitality and Lille, I think, are, are one who do it in like France. Was there conversations to do that for this season? So we said in that video you mentioned earlier that we're, we're open to those conversations. We still very much feel part of that community and that world. It just so happens that our current setup isn't conducive to like how it was last year or the years before, right? So we know that, you know, we've been advising, consulting with Premier League teams for years in this space before there was an EPL, um, you know, as I mentioned earlier. So we're open to that. Um, if there are teams out there that want to talk in that way, we think there could be some opportunities. We're not outwardly searching for it, but we're open to those conversations. It makes sense. We think we can share a lot of knowledge on that space. And obviously we can't be at that table right now without that right partnership. So it could be a mutually beneficial thing. So the opportunity comes up, we'll definitely investigate it. We've obviously got a lot of things we're focusing on as well with the, the men's team, the women's team, and obviously our own, and the hashtag yeah. house now as well. So lots going on, but very, very much open to, you know, we're not closing the door on that world, far, far from it. We're just getting in it for a different way right now. Uh, Seb, absolute pleasure speaking thank to you. you. Thank you for taking the time and thank you for Ross Video for you know making this all possible so for me. So I appreciate that. Thank Thanks, you. Mate. Thank you.